Hi, I'm Josh Van Burkle. Welcome to the Activate Christchurch podcast. It's our privilege to share it with you. I hope you enjoy it. And if you ever find yourself in Christchurch, pop in and say hello. We'd love to see you. So um, let, me, let me clear you in on what we're going to do for the rest of this morning. Jared is going to get up and, and minister this morning. And the reason that um, we've got Jared speaking is because this is Jared and Rowanna and the kids. It's their last Sunday with us. Uh, oh, we love you, Jared. Um, for three months. Um, those of you that are a part of this church will know that. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, all oh, right, take that back. Three months. Man. <laughs> He's hardly ever here anyway. There's like three Sundays. <laughs> Half the church is like, here's Jared. Um, so Jared leads a, an amazing ministry called Fantail Studios. Some of you will be aware of it. Most of you in church will be aware of it, hopefully, but guests might not. Fantail Studios, Jared can unpack a little bit more about what they do. Uh, but uh, he and his family are moving to America. That Why? <laughs> so... Okay, and he can unpack, he can, un, he can answer that question, Jackie, why he's doing that. But they're going to be away for three months, and then they're going to come back. But the point is, you guys are getting unruly. The point is that as a church, we are partnering with them, okay? We are partnering with them. We are sending them out. They are going out as ambassadors and emissaries of Activate Church and Fantail Studios. And in America, it's massive in their church culture. Anytime you go into any church, they want to know, where are you, what church are you from? What church sent you? And so when he goes into America and he speaks in different places and they say, what church sent you? He will say, activate Christchurch sent me, right? So we're going to partner with them. We're going to partner with them financially. We're going to partner with them in prayer. Jared's going to be keeping us updated with how things are going. But I thought what we would do this morning is we'd give Jared an opportunity to unpack what they're doing, why they're going. And then at the end, we're going to get the eldership up and we're going to pray for them. And we're going to release them to go and do what God is calling them to do. Is that cool? All right. So why don't you give Jared a round of applause as he comes up for the last time. Hey, good morning. Nice to see everybody. I was thinking during worship, I was like, oh, this is the last time for a while I get to be in this amazing singing. I'm going to have to go to an awesome gospel church in, in the south or something like that to find some volume that can compete. So what I want to do this morning is I want to just share a little bit, as Josh was saying, uh, a bit about the journey that God's had Brianna and I and the kids on for the last few years with Fantail, uh, a little bit about what Fantail Studios is, in case you don't know um, about the ministry that we lead, and then a little bit around the three months that are coming up and why, like why are we doing what we're doing? And so just in case you've got no idea at all about Fantail Studios, I love the team. Can we dim the lights? I'm going to play a clip for about 90 seconds, um, a wee highlight of this media ministry that we, we've created and built with Holy Spirit around showcasing the radical love and power of Jesus Christ to the world. So let's check this out, and then I'll um, unpack a wee bit about what God's doing. I don't want to stay in a place of darkness because there is hope. Jesus is a healer. Like He came to break those chains and to set us free. 
one encounter with the love of God and you will never be the same. It's impossible to encounter God and come away the same. God rescued me. He, he, he reached into this awful darkness where I'd been for so long and all of a sudden I could see the light. For me, I knew God was saying, I hear you and I see you and, and I want you to be okay. I don't need to be perfect in anything because that's who Jesus was. He came and he lived a perfect life so that I don't have to. Jesus Christ loves you with an everlasting love. When God heard me and I knew he was real, at that very moment, he filled something that I didn't even know I had missing. God is an incredible God. He never leaves and forsakes us. Nothing, nothing separates his love, you know? I truly believe in my heart, ever since that day, the healing power that comes in the name of Jesus Christ, that comes through the Holy Spirit, that comes from heaven. It is incredible. God's changing lives all over this world. And I met God. He came and found me. He didn't say, clean your mess up and come and find me. He came and found me when I was swimming in my own sin, man. He will come and deliver you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light because he is the one who controls all that. And he has the power above everything else. He has conquered death on the cross. into a little bit of some of our shows. Oh, you can clap, it's okay, but, but just you. Just so, two and a half years ago, uh, I was pastoring at a great church out in Rangura, and God began to speak to me because a little bit earlier than that, I'd had a dream. And in this dream, God met me and said, hey, Jared, I want you to make hundreds of TV shows about me. You need to build a team, launch your own channel, and get started. And so, you know, we often have these God moments and God will speak to us. And who can tell me the three most important things that Josh and, you know, the team have been teaching on? Who can tell me really, really quickly? What are the three most important things? You've been here at church for the majority of this year. You should know them by now. First one is find where God is. Second one, hear what God says. Third one. Do, do what God asks, okay? So I had this dream. Find where God is. Well, that was easy. He came and found me in the dream. Hear what God says. It's pretty easy when God meets you. I mean, who would like to have God just turn up in a dream and give you information? I gotta tell you, it's pretty handy from time to time. Uh, the doing, however, not always as easy. And I kind of find the clearer sometimes God speaks to you, the scarier the doing is. And so we went on this journey of going, God saying, I want you to make hundreds of TV shows about me. And I'm pastoring full time. I've got a background in television prior to that. And as things progressed, the timing came where we had to do this. And we had just finished our first lockdown um, as a country. We were going into what everybody thought was going to be a, you know, an awesome recession. And God said, hey, I want you guys to quit your jobs. Trust me for finances. And let's launch a really, really expensive ministry. And I remember I was walking down my road and I, I hardly ever share this part of the story with anybody. And I said, God, this, this is really bad timing. 
Um, this is really bad timing to do this. Why are we doing it now? And I felt like he said to me, because I'm going to make you a Gideon and I'm going to strip you back and I'm going to strip you down and I'm stripping away resources so that you'll be left with me and then I'm going to do things. And I've been on this random journey of the last couple of years of being totally stripped back. I gotta tell you, probably last year, I spent more time in prayer and in tears than I'd had in the last 10, 15 years. Just seeking God's face for breakthrough, seeking Him for answers, seeking Him for miracles, and then coming full cycle that Jesus isn't holding uh, my answers. He is my answer. Um, that Jesus isn't going to bring breakthrough. He is my breakthrough. And you just keep going through these cycles deeper and deeper, realizing that if all I've got is Jesus, and I'm going to have all that I ever need. But then, oh, that feels really good, Jesus, but practically you still haven't fixed any of my problems. So can we, can we come back to these? You just go around the cycle uh, as you get discipled by Jesus. So two and a half years ago, God says, hey, quit your jobs now, launch this ministry. I'm gonna strip you back and we're gonna do it. And I said to Rowena, this is kind of fun because we've got enough finances to give it a crack for about three months and either God will be in it or he's not. And if he's not, we'll just go bust and I'd, I'd rather blow up really quickly than slowly die. And so let's, let's do it. And so we did that. And then God began bringing people to us, uh, crazy people that he wanted to, to build around us. And went, you know what? I want to make TV shows about Jesus as well. Uh, where will we play the TV shows? I was going, well, I don't really know yet because we just, and I've got this saying at work, we use it all the time. We are going this way. Somewhere in this general direction we're going and we're going to go there fast. So we're going we're gonna to run in this general direction, and because God's really good, He's going to guide us. And the Bible says that He orders the footsteps of the righteous, and the Word is a lamp to His feet. So let's just run in this general direction, trusting in His character to course correct us as we go. He knows how to find us if we get off track. Like if He can speak to us in dreams, and He can speak to us when we're awake, he, and he'll, he'll do it. So I'm like, I don't know where the TV shows are going to go, and this or this. He just said, start making them. So let's just start making them. And so I want to I show you a, a, a picture of our, our team at the moment as it stands. This is our media team. We just had two new interns join uh, last week. Uh, last year, for about half the year, we actually had Emily uh, on our team with us, who was absolutely amazing, and she was brilliant. We love having Emily, and we really want Emily to come back, and we say this under no duress, but encourage Emily, come back to Jared and Fantail team. You know, everybody misses you, Emily. You're amazing. And so we started making TV shows, and God started bringing in money. And I just want to tell you a couple things, because I want to not just share about the ministry today, but I want to share things that you would go away from today going, okay, there's things that Jared shared from his testimony that I can apply in my own life, because the word testimony kind of means just do it again, Jesus. You know, do it again. If you did it in that situation, you can do it in this situation. We've, we've had multiple quitting opportunities in the last two and a half years, many of them. Whilst I say at work all the time that we're going in this direction and we're going to run there fast, I have another saying, which is there's no day that I'm not afraid. And there's, there's very really any mornings that I wake up going, man, I can really do this on my own today. Jesus, you can have the day off. Uh, often I go to sleep going, Jesus, I hope you're still there when I wake up in the morning. And I wake up in the morning and go, Jesus, I hope you do something amazing today. Because uh, if you don't be you, um, then I'm screwed. 
but you're always the same, so you're probably gonna do something amazing. And being you, you're probably gonna wait till the last minute. And then being you, it's probably gonna be awesome. And then at the end of it, everyone's gonna say, man, Jesus, you're amazing. Jared, why were you ever worried? You know, you're gonna look really good. I'm gonna look really silly. And you're gonna get what you want, and I'll grow a little bit. And we'll just keep rinsing and repeating this wonderful cycle that we're on. And so we got into this stage as we were going, and we've had these moments multiple times as a ministry where the, where the shows keep getting made. And so the first year we made, I don't know, 20 or 30 smaller shows. The second year we made about 40 or 50 shows. This year we're releasing, I think, 40 half-hour TV shows, a feature film, and around about 30 smaller episodes. Currently we're on television in 20 different countries, but it's not fully confirmed yet, but in the next few weeks, it looks like it's going to jump from 20 countries to 120 countries. Um, and it's all just through God just going, uh, hey, so-and-so, have you met Jared? You know, being in uh, conversations where someone says, hey, I really love what you're doing. You should meet my friend so-and-so. Oh, who's that? I'm like, oh, he's just a guy over here in this country, and we help buy him a satellite, and so he's got TV all around the world. You should meet him. He's my friend. Tell him that you're my friend, and then that's pretty much it's done. You know, and so we've been on this journey of God just growing things and expanding things, being afraid, seeing miracles. I mean, one time we, we ran out of money, and we were sitting with our trustees, and there wasn't enough money to pay my wages anymore. And the trust, one of the trustees said, hey, look, I've got some corporate work you could come and do, and that'll tie things over. And, and you'll be getting paid better than you're doing now, and, you know, this great deal. And I sat down with Jesus with it, and I remember having this amazing picture where he gave me a picture of uh, Mary sitting at Jesus' feet. And Martha's off busy making all the sandwiches that Jesus hasn't ordered, as my mum always says, but he probably ate them anyway. Um, and she's just sitting at his feet, just totally like eye locked with him. And I remember that Jesus gave me this picture, but I became Mary and I was just sitting at his feet and he looked at me and he said, Jared, you're making TV shows with me and about me. This is you sitting at my feet, like you're creating with me. You have found the one thing for you and I together that truly matters, creating with me. How could you ever exchange this for provision. You're sitting at my feet. And I remember just feeling so impacted by that moment. I went back to the job opportunity and I said, look, go find somebody else. I just have to keep sitting at Jesus's feet. And then the next day, somebody gave $15,000. And the next week, someone gave $10,000. And then the next week, someone gave $10,000. And I think the next week after that, someone gave $5,000. And then like all the money was covered. We went out and bought some cameras and and uh, I think it happened like the day before the wages had to go out. And we've had all these amazing miracles, but what I want to encourage you with, it, you know, because Josh said, make sure you give something they actually take home, okay? Don't just talk about things. Give people something that they can go, okay, when I don't know what to do, what do I do? Very simply, when you don't know what to do, sit at Jesus' feet. You go, well, I don't know how to sit at His feet because I'm so busy trying to fix problems. I've made a new saying for myself this year, and it's kind of like my spiritual act of warfare, my act of defiance against circumstances. I'm gonna trust God to do more with my less. Because last year, I, I trusted Jared to do more with his more, and it didn't really work out so great. So this year, I thought, I'm gonna trust God to do more with my less. 
I'm going to turn up to work late more often because I spent home praying and t- spent time at home praying in tongues and sitting at his feet. Hung out with Mike Connell, um, who's one of New Zealand's leading deliverance ministries. And remember a while ago, I shared we were making a series called Demons in the Doorway, a teaching series on deliverance, and some people gave towards that. We filmed all that uh, and uh, finished filming it in December. Um, gets released on our website later on this week, and then it will start broadcasting all around the world. And that's the show that's opened up another 100 nations uh, for broadcast. And I was hanging out with Mike Connell, and he said, Jared, you seem pretty worried about your character development, trying to make sure that you're hearing Jesus, learning the lessons that he's got, getting off the treadmill, doing the right things. It sounds exhausting. He says, I gave up trying to grow myself years ago. Because it's Jesus' job to, to disciple us. He's the one faithful to bring to completion that which he started. He's the author and perfecter of our faith. Holy Spirit's the teacher. I mean, if he's a half-decent teacher, he should be able to teach you. So why are you stressed that you might not be learning the lessons? It's not your job to learn it as much as it's just your job to be in the classroom. So this is what I think you should do, because this is all I do. I pray in tongues every day. I journal every day and I fast often and Jesus just takes care of everything and I find that my spirit and my soul learns the things I'm meant to be learning. I don't even need to know what it is I'm meant to be praying about. I just get in the spirit, stay in the spirit and he just teaches me what it is that I need to know. So just relaxed. So I started doing that this year and it's been amazing. So if you don't know how to sit at Jesus' feet, I'll tell you, what I've been finding incredibly helpful is just praying in tongues journaling from time to time and a little bit of fasting and I've given up on trying to be clever and it is going so much better for me. (laughs) One time my wife said to me, you're quite clever, but your brother's definitely smarter than you. (laughs) Another time she said, you know, when you put on weight, I've shared this before, when you put on weight, you look kind of fat. When your brother puts on weight, it just makes him look stronger. (laughs) Why can't you store fat around your muscles? (laughs) And then I said, yeah, do you know what? That Liz makes Josh breakfast in bed, like, most days. And then, (laughs) now we don't have comparison conversations. (laughs) So anyway... I'm telling you all of this because what I want to do is, is I want to talk, I'm setting up basically the what we're doing now. And I, I'm giving you the broad brushstrokes because what I need you to uh, know is that I, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. We, we, uh, we just go from one Holy Spirit trust roller coaster to another one. You know, last year I was praying for God to God for breakthrough for finances and Jesus turned up and I, I instantly broke into a sweat, head to toe, driving, and I started convulsing in the car while driving at 100 k's as I felt the presence of Jesus come into the seat next to me. And he spoke to me almost audibly, like I felt the words hit me. I couldn't see him, but I knew it was him. It wasn't the Holy Spirit, it wasn't Father, it was Jesus. And I'd been praying for financial provision and he just spoke incredibly forcibly, almost like with a grumpy tone. And said, Jared, finances isn't provision, my word is provision. And it took me on this journey going, if you have my word, you've got all that you need. I am the word. So go, go to, the, go to my, the written word, the spirit word, the prophetic word, camp in the word. If you've got the word, you have provision. 
And then I was praying one day because we were looking like we're going to have to lay off some of our staff and I really didn't want to do that because we were running out of money again. And God's like, just keep spending, spend, spend, spend. Show money who's boss. Just go spend it. You keep thinking you work for money. You don't. You work for me and money works for me. So go spend the money so you remind it who's boss. And I'm praying about this going, God, I just need some more money in our account. And he said, why? One day you're going to be standing in a jungle trying to raise somebody from the dead. There's a witch doctor that's probably going to be there wanting to kill you and your children. And at that point, you won't care about how much money's in your bank account. And if you can't trust me with this, how would you ever trust me with that? So we've been on this roller coaster. And so about a year and a half, well, a year into the journey is growing and people are coming onto the team and you know, it's picking up speed and it's growing faster than I thought it would. And then I began to feel like Holy Spirit was speaking to me but I couldn't understand what he was saying. It was cryptic. I was like, I know that you're talking, but for some reason it's not coming through. And so I said, Lord, I need a strategy how to hear you. I just don't know how to pick up on your frequency. And this hasn't really happened before. Give me a strategy on how to hear what you're saying. And that night I had a dream about fasting. And so Rainer and I went into a period of fasting uh, I think church was just about to go into a chunk of fasting, so I think we did like a double fast because we did our fast and then we did the church fast and we were just getting skinnier and bored. And uh, in, in the middle of it, Rainer and I started having these really vivid dreams about shifting house. And in the dreams, I was always packing up the house and Rainer was just in these new houses and I was doing all of this work and she was just receiving these lovely homes. And so we began to pray into this, going, and they, these houses, were they were in big cities, like massive cities. All the dreams had this thing in common, big cities. And we began to pray into this, going, God, where, what is this? How literal is this? Where is this going? And then I got sent an email as we'd been praying and fasting. And uh, we'd probably been praying and fasting for roughly about six weeks, give or take. And this email came through. And I got it from Christy Arth, who speaks from here time to time. And I got this on the 30th of the 8th, 2021. Hey, Jared, something has kept randomly coming to me when I've been out praying for the past six weeks or so. Have you ever thought that you might spend some time in the USA? The thought just keeps coming to me that you're going to spend some serious time in the USA, a kingdom secondment. Receiving a visa is not even out of the question. Something growing over there that can't grow in the soil of New Zealand. He comes back to New Zealand and releases many. Anyway, now I've done something with it, it can annoy you. Blessings, Chris. <laughs> I read that prophetic word and it was like fireworks exploded in me. It was like everything. I thought, I oh, know, I'm going to go read this to Rihanna because she'll speak some sense and reason into me. And uh, it was quite late at night, and so I went and read it to her, thinking she'll just go, Oh, that's nice, dear. And she just turned in her chair and said, Yes. I'm ready to move now. I want to go to Atlanta. <laughs> and I went, what? I didn't even know exactly where Atlanta was. Um, she said, remember about six years ago, we had a prophetic word about living in the Atlanta, Georgia area, and it's never really gone away. And I think this is it. I think this is what God's doing. So let's go. And then, you know, over the next couple of weeks, we got all these prophetic words from people saying, hey, I've been praying for you. God's told me you're moving. I saw you traveling a great distance overseas. I heard him saying he's going to honor you and he's going to do this and this and where are you going? And so we thought, oh my gosh, this must be happening like next week. We should probably you know, pack now. And so here we are 18 months later about to dip our toes in the water 
as God has continued to disciple, refine, and progress us towards more of what he's wanting to do as a ministry. And so as I say, we're, we're going this way. Last year, I went over there for five weeks to kind of scout the land, and God said, hey, you just got to get in the room. Get in the room over there for five weeks so I can talk to you and I can set up some divine appointments. And so I, I did that, and it felt really odd because it cost quite a lot of money. I said, God, this is a lot of money for I don't know exactly what we're doing. And he said, Jared, you've got to buy tanks before you go to war. You've got to spend up large before you go to war, and I want you to go fight for my kingdom. So just think of these trips as you're buying tanks because you're preparing for battle. So I did the five-week trip, came back, and I felt Holy Spirit say, hey, that was really good. But just so you know, that wasn't really worthwhile unless you're prepared to go back um, early 2023 20, and go for about three months. So we started planning this trip, and then I felt Holy Spirit say, hey, this is really good that you're doing this, but it may not be that worthwhile unless you're really prepared to go back again for maybe another three before Christmas. And, and he just keeps teasing this out. We don't know exactly what we're doing as we run in this general direction. We've got some, a couple of good hunches on things. God's put this dream of running a supernatural revival film school in my heart to raise up filmmakers who know what it is to intimately hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and to create with Him as an act of worship and to broadcast as an act of war, to, to be a part of the media revival that He's raising up around the nations. And so I, I believe that that's a part of it and what He's been talking to me around what He's wanting to do. But ultimately, we're still just going on, well, we've had some dreams, we've had some prophetic words, we've been sitting at His feet, and as I've come to different moments, we're going, this feels really intimidating. Going, I don't know exactly if I want to do this. But what would be more intimidating would be to think that I had heard God, but I chose not to do it because I felt afraid. That scares me way more. So God, God, I believe that you're in this next season. I believe that we're launching another ministry in the States. I believe that you're calling us to launch ministry teams and studios all around the world. I believe that you're calling us to raise up hundreds and thousands of supernatural filmmakers. I believe that you're calling us to raise up filmmakers that will create TV shows in their own languages and cultures. I believe that you're calling us to broadcast your kingdom message all around the world. I believe that you're calling us to create shows that carry your supernatural DNA that will change lives as people sit and receive the power of Jesus Christ. I believe that you're releasing a sound through this ministry that's got an apostolic calling to help uh, breathe fresh life over the church, that they would see what God's got in heaven as it's demonstrated and captured on film and released to churches all around the world, that Christians would raise, rise up into their identity. So like, God, I, I know that you have all of these things, but I've never once accurately imagined the way that God rolled something out. And so we leave on Thursday, and uh, we're off on Thursday. We'll be gone for three months. And we're going this way. We start off in Hawaii because I had a dream about Hawaii. That was convenient, Josh would say. <laughs> then we fly from Hawaii to Atlanta. And we're just going to be going, it's on the east coast of America. We'll be going through Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Texas, and we're going to be traveling through, building connections, filming some TV shows, preaching and doing some conferences, ministering in churches. Um, but most of the things that I expect that are going to be groundbreaking are going to be the secret things that happen in between that God hasn't told me about yet. And uh, so we're, we're excited to go. We're nervous to go. And uh, we're just going to believe that 
future Jared and Rowena will know so much more than current Jared and Rowena know about why God's doing it this way and, and what's he doing. But I, what I believe is there's something that he wants to grow and release that needs to be fostered in the U.S., and then we'll flow back into New Zealand. So we're just being faithful to the call, to the prophetic, and trying our best to stay sitting at his feet. And your prayers and support in that journey would be awesome. Thank you very much. Cool. Josh. Liz does not make me breakfast in bed every day. That's a ridiculous statement. Not anymore. Uh, once, once in a while, Father's Day and stuff like that, like normal husband amount, all right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool, right? That's cool. I mean, I think the only problem is that, Jared, your vision's a little bit small, so uh, jokes. Uh, a huge, a huge vision, uh, which is really exciting to, to um, stand alongside and support. And so as a church, I, I just think it's really awesome for us as a church to be able to say, hey, that's, this is a ministry that, that we are supporting, that we're sending out, that um, without being, um, what am I trying to say? I, I, I think that, I think that Fantail Studios is going to become very significant in the kingdom. And the fact that we get to say, hey, this is their home church. This is you know, where they're kind of based when they come back. This is their family. I think it's really exciting for us um, you know, to be able to sort of, for lack of a better phrase, ride on their coattails a little bit. So um, as I say, we're going to support them as a church financially. If there is anybody in this place and you're like, actually, personally, I would like to be supporting Fantail Studios, then just go see Jared and say, hey, look, how do I, how do I kind of support? I mean, we support them as a family. We've got a lot of friends that support them as well because we think they're just doing uh, amazing things. And, you know, some of their hosts are really great as well. You guys need to watch more shows with me in it because you didn't get that joke at all. So, <laughs> hey, presenter. What did I say? Is a host not the same as a presenter? Ah, oh, right. Okay, accommodation. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. Um, so, anyway, what we're going to do? We're going to wrap up, but um, I'd like to invite the elders up, uh, and we're going to get Jared and Ryan up here as well. And I just want you guys to just give us five minutes of your focused attention. We're going to pray for these guys. Or is this, yeah, and obviously you guys can be reaching out and, and participating in this because they are a part of our family and they're doing a scary thing for them. And, and I also want to uh, acknowledge that what they're doing has cost them a lot as well. It's cost them a lot financially. It's cost them a lot of energy and time and um, very, very proud of what you guys are doing. So that's awesome. I'm hoping that I don't get all stupid emotional doing this pray out thing because I've kind of just been ignoring the fact that they're leaving, so... Oh, that's right, they're coming back. Oh, it's not a problem, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's go. Elders up here, that'll be awesome. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, and just church, just reach your hands out to them. And what we're gonna do is we're just gonna pray for them. We're gonna pray for God's protection and his blessing. But of course, we know that he's already provided that because he is the one sending them out. So yeah, just, just reach your hands out to them. You right there, Amanda? I took your hand spot. Here you go. All right. You good? All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this couple, for this family. Uh, We thank you for the radical obedience that we get to witness. 
And we thank you, Father, that you never, you never called someone into anything without providing for them. You never send someone without going ahead of them and preparing the way. So, Father, we don't need to ask you to, to go ahead. We don't need to ask you to protect them, but we just acknowledge that you have already done that. Lord, in fact, we just declare your protection over them. Not from asking you, but just acknowledging that you have done it. We declare your protection. We declare that you have gone ahead of them, that you have made a way for them. We declare that you have opened doors already. We declare divine connections. Uh, we declare divine relationships. Uh, we declare uh, increase over this family. Lord, and we declare in amongst all of that, good times, family times. Uh, Lord, we just pray that these next three months that they would come together as a family like never before. Uh, Lord, I just pray and release your blessing over them. Lord, and as the leader of this house, we declare that we are partnering with them spiritually, that they go out from this house as an expression of Activate Christ Church, that they go out with our support, don't they, church? They go out with our support. We commit to praying for them, don't we, church? Yes. We commit to supporting them in any way that you ask us to support them, Lord. We bless them in Jesus' name. We release them to go. Uh, yeah, I saw a picture um, when you were preaching before, Jared, and I saw a kiwi bird, um, and it was out in the wilderness, and it was scavenging around getting food, and, and then all of a sudden, it, they're nocturnal birds, um, and they're, they're flightless, and so they can often be um, easily taken out by prey, but at the same time, it, there's just this beautifulness about this kiwi bird, and, and then uh, I saw the kiwi bird change and I saw it grow wings and take off in the daylight and I'm like Lord what and uh, I felt like it was it also grew and I feel like it's the same here that you're taking something from this small nation you're taking a seed from this small nation and uh, you're taking it out into um, from the darkness into the light you're bringing um, people into this light of the Lord uh, that he's going to expand he's going to grow uh, that you'll be you'll be working in two different realms. You'll be working in the heavenly realm and you'll be working in the earthly realm. Uh, and he'll teach you how to stand in both realms at the same time. He'll show you um, through his voice. You'll hear his voice very, very clearly. You'll see what he's doing and you'll be able to move in those ways. Um, there's, I believe, three significant people that you're going to be meeting on this particular trip um, that will um, uh, step you into uh, higher levels of uh, communication and uh, uh, heavenly, uh, earthly realms where you'll uh, receive more um, equipment, more uh, ground staff and personnel. Um, but there's also three spiritual people that you're going to meet as well. That So there's the corporate side and there's three spiritual people that you're going to meet as well. One will be um, like uh, a Barnabas to you um, and one will be a Timothy um, and one will be a, a, a peer, a Paul. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I'm seeing for you at this time. Yeah, again, Jared, once you were speaking, um, I just got the, the picture and the vision of lampstands. Um, and I, so I went to Revelation to have a look at that and talks about the seven lampstands. And 
I feel you're going to be um, a light into seven places. Um, I mean, Revelation is talking about seven churches, but I don't think these are actual like church churches. Um, but you are going to reach in and bring light to seven different areas, functions, places. Um, I don't know what they are. You don't know what they are. Um, but only kind of once it's completed, you, you're going to kind of see this. Um, but also um, in that revelation, uh, in chapter one, it talks about um, seeing Jesus' feet were polished bronze, fine like his furnace. His voice thundered like mighty ocean waves. Um, and in verse 17, kind of it says, when I saw him, I fell at his feet, as you were kind of saying, as if I were dead. But he laid his right hand on me and said, don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I died. But look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and the grave. Um, so he has the, the power um, over everything. He is going to, yeah, sometimes he's going to roar at you like ocean waves. Um, but you are going to be a light in these seven places. Um, and you are going to change the whole position of that room and of that place. And I just bless that. And, yeah, just confirm it in Jesus' name. Yeah, I just kind of felt that, um, obviously, we know this trip is going to be very significant for you guys. But um, just really felt on my heart that um, the significance that it's going to be, uh, that it's going to have on your kids as well is going to be really impactful. And that um, when you trust, um, trust in God, when, um, when you're faithful to him and, uh, as you talk through those um, different things with your kids and the ways that God has been faithful to you and the way that you've needed to rely on him and trust in him, that um, it's going to be really impactful for them to see that. And so um, just an encouragement to, to just keep talking about those things with your kids and, um, and showing them just the faithfulness of God through all of the question marks that you have and when you're not really sure uh, where you're going or what's happening, but um, that your your faith that uh, your trust that God is going to be there and leading you um, is is going to be a real step for them in maturity and spiritual maturity and um, and how they see God and how they learn to listen to God as well. Yeah, totally. I just um, I was actually getting the sense to pray for um, just that you're not going to lose anything. I don't know, like, even just practically, like, I just declare over you guys, you're not going to lose anything um, when you're traveling. Like, the kids are going to have everything. They're going to have all their stuff sorted. And, um, yeah, God's got that covered. And I actually got the sense that you were going to collect things. And God said, treasure hunt. You're going on a treasure hunt. And I just saw all these little packages wrapped up for you guys and for the kids. And he's prepared the way. And he's got them, he's got them there in their beautiful packages. And you're not going to miss them. He's, he's going to direct you to them. And just thank you for that, Lord God. I thank you that there's going to be, um, nothing's going to be lost, but so much is going to be gained, Lord God. So much is going to be gained over this trip, Lord God. And I pray um, specifically for you, Ro. Just, um, I thank you for the strength that you've given Rowanna, Lord God. And I thank you that she is a real pillar in this family, Lord God. And I pray that you would continue to um, strengthen her in this time. It's not an easy thing to travel with three kids and um, manage everything. And, um, you know, Jared's there as well, Lord God. But I just, I know, Ro, that you're going to be carrying so much. And I just declare, Lord God, your peace over Ro. And just that things are going to be, they're taken care of. I just got that real sense, God's like, I've got it, I've got it. You know, the, the going through the airports, he's got it. He's with you and he's going to have it. It's going to be smooth. It's going to be 
quick and it's going to be easy. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, Ro, I just want to confirm that as well. I feel like the Lord will use you as the, as the confirmation piece um, and uh, that there's just a steadfastness in where he takes you. Um, he'll, he'll show you in dreams and visions, but also during the daylight, I believe that your seeing eyes are going to open more. Um, and you'll, you'll see in advance, the Lord will give you what you need to know in advance. Um, sometimes you'll have to hold your tongue until it, it comes to pass and it, then you can speak it out. And other times he'll get you to speak it out. But yeah, he's going to use you as like a, I see you as a lightning rod. There's just going to be um, so much fire upon you. Um, and this is your time just as much as it's Jared's. This is your time, your time, your time is what I keep hearing him say to you, your time. Don't hold back in the things that he's placed and the dreams that he's placed in your heart as well. Yeah, I just got that uh, first couple of verses of Joshua where God says to Joshua, have I not commanded you, be strong and very courageous. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Just be strong and very courageous. And it's going to take that. It's gonna, you're going to have to be very courageous. But, but everywhere you place your foot, it, it, God's already been. And he already has those steps, those placements, those uh, stepping stones already marked out for you. And I just saw this, um, you know, where um, God says to Abraham, whatever your eye can see, it's yours. And um, Abraham didn't have the um, advantage of being in a plane hundreds of th- uh, thousands of feet up in the air. When you look out the window when you're coming into Atlanta, that you look out the window because that's yours. Um, God's been there. That's your promised land. That's for this time, for this, uh, this time, that's your promised land. And whatever your eyes see, that's yours. God has uh, been there. He's done it. And you just got to go in and take the land and uh, take whatever this is for whatever, however long it is. Uh, it's yours. And uh, he's calling into that, that promised land. So we just pray his blessing, his grace be upon you everywhere you go, everything you think, everything you imagine, is your, the grace of God and, and his purpose and plan will be on it. And we just declare, we just tell you we love you. And we just, um, we're so proud of you. Of uh, you, Rotu, and, the, and these amazing kids. And we just... Speak blessing and grace upon them. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you. Thank you, church, for your patience there. All right. Church is finished. <laughs> well, it's not, right? Because you are the church. All right. Um, yeah, I know, sweat patches, I know, but not as bad as Jared's, and he was up here for half an hour, so. All right, have a great week. Make sure you give Jared and Rowena and the kids a hug before they go, because you won't see them for a while. They'll be sending back periodic updates, and so we can, you know, email those out to you or play them on the screen. We'll see how we go. But have a great Sunday. Uh, if you're a